T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I rock hard. Danny and Dusty on the I fan. Got you, baby, baby. All right. DJ Russ going to give you the love tunes all day long. Um, he takes requests on the request line, 864-6-FAN. Huh? Huh? I've already got my playlist all filled out for oh, today. Oh, you do? Oh, yes. Good. We are locked and loaded. Good. I like that. Uh, it's always great when the Blazers beat the Lakers. It is. I mean, when the Blazers win, good. When the Blazers beat the Lakers, better. 127-115 in a game that wasn't even really that close because the Blazers called off the dogs and we got to finally see Ryan Archidiacono and Kevin take Knox. the floor uh, in his number 51 Archie Diacono. You hate that number, don't you? It's a weird basketball number. Uh, You know what Blazer legend wore 51? No. Michael Ruffin. (laughs) How can I forget? Michael Ruffin. Is that the only other Blazer to wear number 51? Literally the only other one. Yeah, ever. Okay. Uh, I appreciate that he's going with the weird number. And, I mean, you're going to be memorable. He's a 51 guy. Because when the, number. yeah, I get, I get, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, if, if you wear it twice, I guess that, that means it's your number. Um, I honestly, I didn't know what he really looked like. And when I saw him celebrating on the bench, I was like, wow, that trainer's getting really excited. And I said, oh no, that's Archie Diacono. Um, because there was like a dunk. And that was, but that was like my first thought because he's listed at six. Three, six, four, six, three. I'm going to call call shenanigans on that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good to see those guys get in the game against the the Lakers because, uh, you know, we hate the Lakers. We do. uh, You know, I said it last night. I I try to be as impartial as I can in in covering this team. But there is a part of me that loves mm-hmm. watching dejected Laker jerseys walk out of that arena with their heads heads down, especially early. Oh God! And they left. Yeah. They left with eight minutes to go last night. They yeah. they knew that was good. That was good. That was a good sign there. Um, but last night we also saw not just Kevin Knox and Ryan Archidiakono. We saw our first dose of Matisse Thibel. Um and it started off pretty rough, but I was I actually appreciated the fact that coming out of the gate, 
both Cam Reddish and Matisse Thibel were gunning, man. There was no hesitation. They got the ball and they were going to shoot, and I think they combined to start 0 for 7 from the field. Well, Matisse Thibel, man, he figured it out, and he caught fire. For a guy who's not supposed to shoot, he gave the Portland Trailblazers absolutely everything you could have wanted in his debut. Yeah, no, what was really interesting is, um, do you know how many points in the paint the Blazers scored in the first quarter? I would know. No. Take a guess. Um, let's see here. They had a good first quarter. Well, that scored 34-19. It yeah. was all from deep. Oh, but they didn't hit really anything. None? Zero? Zero would Zero? be the number, Dusty. Yeah, yeah. Zero points in the paint, yeah. scored 34 in the quarter. Uh, the Blazers hit 10 threes in the first quarter. Yikes. Uh, the franchise record. Four threes in a game is 24. They finished with 23. They had an obscene level yeah. of shooting last night. Uh, the Lakers came out in a zone look, which I would too. Look, the Blazers start Dame, Ant, uh, Eubanks, Tease, Eubanks, and Reddish. Yeah. You have three non-shooters on the floor. Yes, you do. Dame and Ant are terrifying. For ev- I'm telling you right now, every team treats those two guys as cross half court. They are a threat. Jump them. Do not let them walk into stuff. The other three guys, look, Eubanks is hit. A, I think he's hit two corner threes this year. You, you let him shoot. Uh, Tease historically is a thirty-two percent three-point shooter. I believe, I believe thirty-four percent with like one attempt a game. Yes, in his uh, career, thirty-four percent in the corners. And part of the reason why the Blazers tried to get Tease uh, at at draft time mm-hmm. for essentially the exact same thing they got him for, which was two second-round picks. Uh, they had a TPE in draft night that they were going to take him into, and it was going to be. They were going to wash their hands of it, and that's how that was going to go. Um, but they get him for two second-round picks, and part of the reason why he wanted to leave earlier, or I should say part of the reason the Blazers wanted to get him, is that he wanted out of Philadelphia. Yeah. Because he's been kind of parked on the bench, and a guy who that offensively has not been allowed to do anything because no. he's been a poor shooter. He's that, a poor shooter in a system that doesn't reward, it reward the outside shooters because, look, it runs through Embiid, it runs through Harden. Yes, and the... If you're going to get that drive and kick catch, you have to be a shooter. Yes. Tobias Harris is given a little bit of leverage because he's 6'8 and a mid-range monster. And so he's he's a guy who kind of plays in that in-between with Tyrese Max. He's a knockdown shooter. They get they 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 want to surround those guys with dyed in the wool shooters, which the Blazers would like to do too. But Dame knows Tease. Dame has known Tease since he was in college. Um, I believe two years before he went to the draft. Dame was talking about this last night. Um, Tease has the same agent as Dame, uh, but also the good ones are Seattle-based. Mm-hmm. So they, if, you, if you're if you a Seattle hooper, the good ones know who you are because they're keeping an eye on their own backyard. They're not idiots. Um, and when Tease was at UW, he reached out to Dame when he, Dame was hosting a camp up there and said, can I work out with you? So Dame's going in there at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning before camp getting a couple-hour workout, and a young UW Tease was getting a workout. So Dame knows what he's capable of, mm-hmm. how he works, what his mentality is, all those kind of things. So when they're when you know Joe Cronin and Damian Lillard are talking in the offseason about, hey, these are guys that we can go get and find a possibility, Tease is one of those guys. Yeah. Obviously the same representation, but Dame has worked with him. He understands him. And so Tease comes here and he gets this opportunity. Cam Reddish got the same opportunity as a starter. Chauncey said, I want him to feel free. I want to empower guys. And he's doing the same thing with Matisse Teibel. Isn't that funny, though, that Josh Hart is saying the same thing about his, his first game in New York, is mm-hmm. that that's what Tibbs is doing, and that's why for sometimes and some guys, it's just you get caught in a rut and you need a fresh start. Yes, and that, that, uh, 
very much that. It, it's part of the NBA and professional sports in general, but very much in the NBA because rosters are so small and one person can make so much difference and there's playing time is so finite. Well, and roles are so defined and star-dependent. Yes, and it, the top three guys, they get their looks. For sure. They get their touches. The system is designed to everybody else has got to slot in. Yep. And understanding your role and, and being able to f- fill in, in Philadelphia, Tease was not allowed to do that. Here's the thing. Matisse Thibel is a literal all-NBA defender, a two-time all-defense team member. He's my personal haiku. I, t- I texted you that last yeah, night. You did. He's like watching watching him play defense to me is like watching poetry, and he's my own personal haiku. He he's there, you see it immediately. <laughs> I love it, man. He had a steal and two deflections in the first five or six possessions. I, th- I had to go back to my notes. Yeah, disruptive as hell. Three blocks. Three blocks. Two of the blocks are more steals than blocks. They're kind of sure. strips or rips on the way up. But the other block was a. Cover 25 feet of ground in that much time to absolutely send a shot into yeah. the 12th row. That's when I thought Archie Diacono was the trainer. Because <laughs> <laughs> he very much does fit the profile. He do, he looks like he does. He, he looks like an NBA trainer. There's no doubt about that. Um, but here's a stat for you. Um, uh, Kevin Pelton of ESPN, uh, another, he came down because he is, yeah. number one, a UW guy. Um, he, he made sure not to wear his purple because the Lakers were playing. KP gets it. Um, but he wanted to see Tybal up close, and there's a back-to-back for Portland tonight, so it worked out well. Um, and I was like, I know Tybal, I, I think he leads the league in block threes. He goes, he does, He leads the league in block jump shots. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a six-foot-five guy. And the, like thing, the thing about it is uh, Tybal is extremely long. He's yeah. a, he is a seven foot wingspan. He is a, he is in the class of what we call plus sixes. So you, your your wingspan is six inches or more greater than your height. Oh, that's the profile of guys. Yikes! Um, so he's a seven one wing, wingspan. Well, six inches from six five would be six eleven or six eleven. Sorry, but he's he's a seven. He's got a seven foot wingspan. Yeah. Um, Nasir Little is six six with a seven foot two wingspan. Okay. Uh, Shane arms. Sharp is six foot five with a seven foot wingspan. Are you picking up what I'm putting down here as far as a profile of what they're trying to surround Damian Lillard with? Well, yeah. they can pick up what you're putting down without bending over. It sounds like. Yeah, no, I that's definitely not moving for me right now. That's a but great yes. joke. Mm-hmm. Long arms, um, but more than that, and, and Chauncey Billups said this in the post game. I, I asked him about his uh, Tisa's time at UW. For those that don't know, when he was at UW, they played a, played a predominantly two three zone. And that was a knock on him because can he play man in the NBA? Well, what's happening in the NBA now? There's You're a lot more zone being played because sig- a lot more threes are being shot. Significantly more zone, and the Blazers are leading kind of on that foot right now. It's it's what they fall back on. I go, what what about does the, does that help Matisse kind of ingrain himself in this team quicker? And he goes, even more than that, whether it's man zone, whatever principle we're in, Matisse plays them both the same. When you're in front of him, he is just going to wrap you up. He is going to blanket you. He is going to make your life a living hell. Yeah, He is that good of a defender. And you saw it on display immediately. When we have not, and this is the God's honest truth, you know an elite defender when you see one. We've had guys that have been brought in by Neil O'Shea who's like, he's a great defender. He projects and as. He's going to be great. 
No, we have not seen an elite defender since no. Wesley Matthews was here. Yes. I mean, and, and that was the first time, like, and it's kind of what it reminded me of is the effort, the intensity, and kind of the locked in. He's a defensive, defensive savant. End. It was incredible to see. And what an elite defender like that can mask mm-hmm. is, is, and this is why. They looked good last night defensively, Dusty. It will be, and we got to be honest with what the Lakers are, mm-hmm. without LeBron James especially. Yes. Um, which is nobody should be like, uh, hey, that, that was a great win. No, they, they beat the Lakers. They That's beat, always good to see. They beat the brakes off them, but they looked yeah. good. They looked good doing it. When the Blazers are healthy is what I'm going to be interested to see. Okay, what does that defense look like as a whole when Jeremy Grant is is a piece of that uh, as well, who's a plus defender? Mm-hmm. When Yusuf Nurkic, who is not, but you have your traditional big in, you, you, in the lineup. You have a guy who eats up space and makes it significantly harder to get to the rim. That's right, and takes angles away yes. that are open right now. And when you have an elite defender like that who, as you said, is a defensive savant, they take things away that – that have been there for almost a decade now since Wes Matthews left. Chauncey Billups, th- this is this is what when you know I a guess coach half a decade. truly believes in a guy. Is this? He goes, we have our principles. You know, even if we're you know we're supposed to go over on a guy, he goes with Tease. I just kind of let him go. Yeah. Do Do you know how it's insane that is to say? What a coach is like? No, we have our defensive principles, but I just kind of let him go. I trust him. Yes. That is day two. That is that is insane. <laughs> that is absolutely bat ass crazy for a coach to say publicly. Well, and one thing that I also like about him, I think this is about something that Portland will like about him too, is he seems like a likable character in his uh, post game press or his post game interview that he had with Brooke. Uh, we, we got to see a little glimpse of, of the person that he is, too. Have yourself a debut, Matisse. You are fantastic on both ends of the floor. How did you feel out there with your new team tonight? I felt comfortable. It was a good feeling to be out there with them. I mean, these guys play hard. They play together. They play the right way. It was a good night. You had 14 points, six rebounds. You had a steal. You had three blocks, but none more impressive than the one on Beasley, who's shooting a three. How did you get to that? I couldn't even tell you. Instincts. I think I might have closed my eyes even. <laughs> well, you still got to it. You're fantastic, though. And the defense tonight, you guys, 17 three-pointers in the first half. Were those contagious? Absolutely. I mean, when you see Dame get it going, like, it's it's super contagious. And like I said earlier, we, we were playing the right way. And when you do that, like, the ball's going to find energy. You've played against Damian Lillard on different teams. You've seen what he can do. How did it feel to be a teammate of his tonight and watch him front and center? It was kind of surreal. I mean, for all these guys. I mean, watching Shaden Dunk was crazy. Watching Nas, like, these are really talented guys. And I, to have them be on my team now is pretty special. I like that. I like, I, I like the way he spins everything back to the team. I, I like hearing he's that he's very polished, man. No, he's, that's the one thing I've always heard about Tease is that he's a winner. After the game, too, he had a quote. And then that uh, interview, courtesy, obviously, Brooke Holton Dam, you heard her there, post game on uh, Root. But, he had uh, Casey Holdall had a quote from him in the postgame and said, if you, if you put me on a basketball court, I'm going to figure out how to make plays defensively. Similarly to if you put Damian Lillard on a basketball court and give him the ball, he's going to find ways to make shots. That is yes. a, and that is, that's a great way to sum up his defensive prowess. They're, they're, they're savants. That's quite literally. Uh, I tweeted this out last night uh, as I was doing a little bit of research, just digging into stuff. I stumbled into it. Because I was, I was looking at isolation coverage, and I started looking at the offensive side of the ball. Damian Lillard is averaging 1.2, 1.229 points per possession in isolation. 
for reference, that I would, don't know if that's good. That would enough. be 123 points per 100 possessions. Hmm. Okay, that's really good. That's disgusting. That would be the best offense in NBA history. Hmm. That's what he's doing in isolation right now. And he's doing it on volume. 18% of his possessions right now are in isolation. He has a league-best 58.8% effective field goal percentage in isolation. So when we talk about how good Dame is offensively, it's so hard. There's so few guys in the NBA who can truly be impactful in today's uh, NBA defensively. There are two guys like Tease, Tease being one of them, Mikhail Bridges being the other, that are impossible to screen consistently. They're the, they're the two hardest guys to get a body on mm-hmm. that can close out and block a shot at the three-point line. Like, it's just insane. They have the length to cover up and down, but also can lock somebody down up top while also presenting help. Sheesh. When it's all said and done by the end of the season, Tease will probably end up leading the league in deflections again. Mm-hmm. He's, he's st- steals and blocks or stocks when they're put together are not a good measure of defense but is a good measure of disruptiveness. Tease does both, literally at the 100th percentile. And you will see the Blazers, how impactful it was last night against the Lakers. Did you notice how fast they were playing? Yeah, it's fun. It's fun, man. It's go, 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 go. And here's the, the, the kicker. I think you're going to see a lot more of this because I would not be shocked to see Matisse Thybul being the starter at the three for the rest of the season. Yeah, I like that. I like that lineup, too. Yep. I like it a lot. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.